0: WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. All right, well, some of us are here. Miss Ann's off today, and uh, Brother Rufus is uh, over there across the table on the mic that you can hear now. Uh, yeah, but, I'm talking Major Dave. Uh, hey, Major Dave uh, sent us a picture from, he's a friend of uh, friend of the show and listens up in, uh, it's at Waynesville, Virginia? Up I in the mountains. believe it is. Some, somewhere up in there. And it's said he got some snow, looks like right like five inches five inches of snow. that's crazy, wow. yeah, a lot of the uh, I guess New Hampshire's getting a lot of oh, snow yeah. have well, a look. we can
1: get up to, <laughs> we can get snow up until the middle of May.
0: yeah, isn't that something golly well, I guess uh, maybe Boone's getting some I have it uh, have it checked downtown Boone. I'll, I'll have to I'll have to do that to see if North Carolina's mountains are. I think we were supposed to get a little bit. There. It looked like uh, the system was, uh, the frozen part of it was a little bit sort of passing North Carolina by, but maybe some of the mountains got that. But At any rate, we're, uh, we're glad Major Dave's all tucked in up there, and I guess he's already planted some, some of his, or he's thinking about planting some of his. So he's got a big garden up there. But uh, we're uh, joined, Martin Bumgardner is with us this morning from uh, the Cooperative Extension Service in Orange County. Dr. Janelle Olitz, who uh, is with the uh, Durham County Cooperative Extension Service, is also here, and uh, Gerald Storms from Wyatt Quarrels uh, came in to, to join us. See, it's 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 right much fun in here, isn't it, Gerald? It's been a blast. Okay. <laughs> I can see how enthusiastic you are, huh? and and uh, of course brother rufus i've already introduced but uh 919-860-9783 we're going to talk to the farmer's market coming up but uh, rose roads was in here and uh um, air laying uh, air layering you were discussing that and is that is that correct rose
2: that's right
0: all right <laughs> so uh did you finish or
2: well, I don't know if you understood it or not, but it's easy to. Well, see. we're, we're <laughs>
3: actually looking at your book here. Yeah, Plant I've, I've been passing your book around, and uh, it it really has a good uh, demonstration there. And so, where can I get this book, uh, Rose?
2: You can get it off of Amazon. It's around fifteen dollars.
3: Okay. Well, I, I I think we were talk we talked to you the last time or one time when I was here, and and I said, well, I'm I'm going to write this book down, and and I got home and uh, I I forgot. Well, you know.
2: <laughs> but it's propagation by rose
3: roots. Yes, and 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 I, I, it's exactly what I it's a it's a, a prim, primer. Pri- so primer. I love. Well, that. if you That's like tri- it
0: that much, you can have that
3: copy. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, and I don't even have to order it. No. Well, <laughs> but, but think about okay. that. It's it's a really good book because it talks about uh, gives you a quick short. It, it shows up front how to do these uh, processes like like stooling. Uh, can you tell us about stooling? What stooling means?
2: Oh, that's the most that's the easiest thing you can do is when you look at a plant and see a a branch that you can get near put near the ground and you put some I put moss, uh sphagma moss or either you can just put mulch on the ground and then scar you, I just take a knife and scar underneath the uh branch that I'm gonna lay down on that um soil I have there. And then you cover that with some more moss or soil or whatever. And put a rock on it, and uh, it will root. That's called stooling.
3: Stooling, and we we used to call it. I, I thought it was called layering, but it's not. Obviously, now, uh,
2: layering is what I described yeah. a All ago. No, right. exactly.
0: Yeah. Is is the stooling? Does do the limb have? Does it have to be? Um, it can't be in the interior. It's got to be somewhere that would see. The light of day I mean it,
2: it would have I, to get some sunshine has to, It has to touch the ground
0: It has to touch the ground but does it have to have sunlight.
2: But I think you could uh, have a pot a big pot with soil in it if you couldn't <laughs> let it touch the ground I just said
0: I just didn't know how much light you need oh, for don't think it.
2: That matters.
0: yeah, okay that's, that's interesting. Good, that is an easy that. way to do it.
2: Yeah, that's good.
0: So what time of year is best for stooling in well, uh, a I'm, camellia you brought up the camellia.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah. Right now is when you do the uh, air layering on camellias and things. Mm-hmm. The stooling, you can do that in spring and just start anytime when there's active growth.
0: Okay. And how long a process is is this?
2: You could you could stool it, and probably next spring you could take it up. You could dig it up. Oh. But the thing that I have propagated with that is the uh, Harry Ladders walking stick, which is very hard to propagate.
0: I would say so. Yeah, I have one of those.
2: You can stool. You can stool those. That's how I get those. Yeah. Actually, I have three of those. If we go to where you when you go to the governor's mansion, I'm going to take those plants. And I think I have three of them and some more things that are interesting.
3: Uh-huh. Can you air layer the uh, the walking stick?
2: Well, I've never had success with it. Okay, but I think you could if you had a real, you know, a new branch.
3: Yeah, yeah. But you said about the size of a pencil. I, I think I've got a lot of those now. I, I went back and did a, a a major, major pruning last year because it just got out of control. So I took the top third of it off and took off some really, really big branches. And so what I've got this year is where the, the you know, buds buds came out, and they're about pencil size now, uh-huh. um, but twisting and turning and uh, beautiful. But I think I'd like to try to air layer and also maybe uh, stooling.
2: Yeah, well, try the air layering too. I, do any, I try anything. <laughs> well, that's
3: good. that's
0: good. Well, Rose, always nice talking to you.
2: Well, I enjoy your program, and I love all of you.
0: Plant Propagation by Rose Rhodes, R-H-O-D-E-S, is a book, and she's uh, a native of uh, the Johnston County area, Princeton. So uh, you have a nice day. Thank you. And How's thank your you. daughter doing out there in Washington?
2: Oh, my goodness, she's moved to New Mexico.
0: You can't... What, is she on the run or something? <laughs> <laughs> so
2: she's living in an adobe house
0: now. Well, she oh, must God. be on the run. Is she... <laughs> are there posters? <laughs> I Maybe yeah, you can get some know. help from Rufus. Yeah, he knows people. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, give her her... I, I like to go visit her. I love yeah, absolutely. Place.
2: Well, if you're out that way, she would sure take you in. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you were will be there are. on Tuesday. Yeah. Thank you for mentioning her. <laughs>
0: Rufus, we haven't th- we haven't thumbed in a long time. Boy, well, thank you, Rose. Have a nice day. Take care. All right, Bye now. we're gonna talk to Miss Monica at the State Farmers Market coming up here on WPTF as uh, Rose fades off into the sunset. Now I, I guess uh, Gerald, you're more interested in seeds than uh, prop- you, you propagate with seeds, right? <laughs>
4: Absolutely. Why corals? Yeah, coral yeah seeds? we we, uh, we don't do any um, propagation stuff. The lady, uh, Miss Rose, she did mention uh, sphagnum moss, and if that's something somebody's looking for, they might want to move sooner than later because it is in short supply this year, and probably won't be any more until uh, in our warehouse until probably June. So. What are
0: some of the other things that uh, that Wire Quarrels? I know that you have a line of uh, of the best grass seed around that uh, you uh, can
4: find. Yeah, we um, we carry obviously vegetable seed, grass seeds, um, and we do a lot of things that um, that support the lawn and garden industry. Um, you know, through um, we have both um, organic type of um, products and mm-hmm. synthetic products, Yeah, um, depending on what the customer prefers. Um, we um, support the greenhouse and nursery industry with their um, supplies, be it their soils or their um, plastic pots or um, greenhouse covers, th- those kinds of things. So, um, Like I say, we're kind of behind the scenes on, on yeah, a absolutely. lot of things you don't even realize when you see in a garden center. but. It's like um, the mad
0: scientist in it, there. It right really Coral, is. A, a or... lot of times, you know, you'll <laughs> see
4: you know, you'll know, see a shrub there, and we don't sell shrubs, but we sell the pots that the shrub goes in yeah, and the yes. soil that the um, that the, that the shrub is in and the fertilizer yeah. and um, the pruners the guys use to prune it. And so, well, like I say, we're just kind of behind the scenes but uh, um, on a lot of that stuff. But we're most known for our seeds, and uh, um, and that's fine with us. We're, yeah, uh, we're, absolutely. we're fine with that.
0: Well, let's head out to the State Farmers Market. Monica Wood is with us. Hey, morning, Monica.
4: Good morning.
0: Y'all right today?
5: I'm doing okay. We haven't blown away yet, and uh, we're we're in the middle of our Spring Craft Fair. I do have to say, I I wish the weather would be a little bit more spring-like, but not much we can do about that.
0: No. Well, this this is you know it it is early spring, and it's pretty typical that we have these variations in temperature and so forth, and, and rain coming through. I think that system went through pretty quickly this morning. It, but uh, It
5: did. It's just left some, some windy conditions behind. Yeah,
0: did y'all have any tents fly away or anything?
5: Well, <laughs> we have had a few tents um, trying to take wings.
0: Oh, morning, my goodness. But, um, if it isn't one have, thing, it's another, Monica.
5: That's definitely right. <laughs> we have been dealing with it. Our craft oaks are definitely um, – They're very strong-willed folks, and they're working through it. They're used to these things as they travel around and do crash shows all over the state and some even out of state. Yeah, uh, so they're used to it. They're used to dealing with different um, things. This one has been a bit challenging, I will say, but we're here. We're rain or shine. We're still ready to go. We've got a lot of great craft folks here um today um till five five o'clock and also tomorrow hopefully maybe the weather will calm down might be a little colder tomorrow but i think the weather's going to calm down and yeah, oh, yeah. hopefully be a little bit prettier tomorrow um they'll be here from nine to five tomorrow also and of course all of our regular vendors are here um with all the fruits and vegetables baked goods and cut flowers have shown up um we also have um some shrubbery, some beautiful camellias and other shrubbery, early spring blooming um, plants that are coming in, some um, cool season vegetable plants are in, Uh, trees, and a few uh, house plants, and that sort of thing we do have. I think there's still some violas and pansies around as well, and um, just have a great selection still here at the market. And, um, you know, back to the craft, I kind of wanted to mention, you know, These folks are just so creative. They can take something and make something beautiful out of nothing and um, recycle items that, you know, some folks would just toss away. They actually take them and create something interesting and a lot of great gift ideas, a lot of great um, items that you can stuff those Easter baskets with. So um, come out, you know, if you're into gardening, there's some beautiful garden accessories and floral arrangements, stained glass, some pottery And just so much more. So uh, come out and support these guys. They've worked hard to be here, and we've we've done a lot to make it work for them to be here.
0: What are the general hours for the craft fair?
5: Nine to five. Okay. And that's today and tomorrow. Um, Free admission, free parking. um, So you don't have to worry about any of that. And, you know, enjoy a meal at one of our restaurants, um, Mm. the market grill, and bring the family out and, and enjoy and do some shopping.
0: Yeah. Uh, What about vegetables and uh, fruits that are available out there this morning?
5: We still have apples. We have a lot of our greens like spinach, collard, kale, cabbage, um, those tunnel-grown strawberries. I was admiring those yesterday. They look so good as I was walking through there. And uh, turnips and broccoli, you can find those types of products. A few greenhouse items like tomatoes and cucumbers coming in now also. Uh, Sweet potatoes, of course, we can't (coughs) forget those. Um, Such a versatile vegetable that um, sometimes folks just don't realize all the wonderful things you can do with it, with sweet potato. And if you're on Facebook, I will mention, if you follow the North Carolina Sweet Potato Commission, they have been putting some great recipes and ideas out there recently um, for sweet potatoes, just some different ways to eat sweet potatoes that you don't think about. So um, be sure to support these guys all of our farmers everybody's working hard to get their products here to the market and um, we appreciate everyone coming out and always giving those guys
0: your support
3: yeah definitely do you know if uh if if you've got any uh uh, blueberry uh shrubs for sale i'm pretty certain
5: there are some blueberries down there um we have some of the folks that do strawberries who usually have a few different varieties of blueberries and I think one of the folks that's come in with some herbs and strawberry plants and things like that—they may have some small blueberries.
3: Okay, so well, I've got, got wheel, some got some clients that are looking for specifically for uh, rabbit eye blueberries, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so I yes. just I, I tell them I say, well, hey, <laughs> um, I'm going to have to swing by there and see what kind of varieties they've got because uh, yeah, that'd be a great opportunity for somebody to even if they don't have enough that say, hey, well, next week when you come back, can you can you bring me ten or twelve of these or Whatever.
5: Oh, definitely. They would um, they would definitely work with them if they wanted to place an order. You know, for several. Um, so yes, um, I, you know, I would say they typically have them. I haven't put my eyes on them in the past couple of days, but they do normally have those available.
3: Okay, thank you. I'm I'm gonna swing by there. I think today, my son's uh, uh soccer game was canceled today, so now I've got a place I can go yeah right. what they don't like to play in the mud oh <laughs> I don't know it's what bad it is. for the soil
0: <laughs> a lot of compaction right right yeah.
1: yeah we shouldn't even though you want to work in the garden do pruning do some cleanup but don't work in the soil until it dries out a
0: little bit that's right just all mushy and everything it's no fun so uh, what what else is going on out there monica
5: uh, well, we do have our um, market shops, of course, yep. and um, stopping by there is always a treat. You can find baked goods, um, cakes, you know, those old-fashioned chocolate thin-layer cakes that are just delicious. You can find those in there. Um, you can find the orange and lemonades. You can get a cone of ice cream and uh, shop around on down through there. Of course, there's 321 Coffee. You can um, get a hot coffee or hot chocolate, and they have a lot of other specialty drinks as well. They do have the iced coffees also. And just across there, you can stop by the Market Grill. And I had a breakfast sandwich from there yesterday morning, and it was delicious. Mm -hmm. Um, And, of course, you know, those famous Rufus dogs, you can always get one of those. (laughs) Everything's
0: (laughs) named after Rufus.
5: Yes. I stopped by yesterday, and they said, I just had one of those Rufus dogs. I was like, well, good deal. And um, so, you know, the old-fashioned um, bottle drinks, the hoop cheese, got all that in there, the old-fashioned candies, and there's North Carolina wines, meats, and cheeses, and just so much more, um, you know, with Easter coming up, it's a great place to stop by, and again, you know, just grab lots of goodies to fill up those Easter baskets, and if you don't like do your own cakes and pies and that sort of thing for those Easter dinners, you can, you can grab those and maybe go ahead and start putting your orders in because those guys get pretty busy right around Easter fulfilling orders, so you can definitely get those orders in now for
0: Easter. So is that uh, new road still open?
5: It is. It is <laughs> open and it, it's doing well. I think hopefully it's going to serve its purpose on helping you know, alleviate some of the congestion, especially on the weekends as folks are trying to get in and out and uh so we're looking forward to seeing how that works out as we get busier into the season.
0: Is that gonna be the Steve Troxler Highway?
5: I believe the name decided on was um got to DNC um drive or something like that. I don't know if that's been made that's official unique. yet, but I think that's what um the so, talk about it was. So I think that's still in the
0: works. So Commissioner Troxler's um, saying or or a slogan that uh-huh, he came for up department. with. Yeah.
5: That's right. Okay,
0: yeah. well, that's good. And, um, and you'll get and a stoplight in a few years, maybe.
5: Yes, I think you, you we'll a stoplight there. Different. Yeah, I think Lake Wheeler's going to be going through a lot of changes um, over the next few years. Is what we. Yeah, don't saying. don't
0: say that. That always makes Rufus <laughs> break out in a cold sweat. <laughs> I, He's I, afraid they're going to move the grocery boy Jr. Ooh. <laughs> don't go across that bridge.
6: Don't go, don't, don't go across Highway 40. That's it's right. historic that's property right.
0: there. That's right. It is.
5: That's <laughs> right. And, um, you know, I've seen loads and loads of sod coming in down to Super Sod. Um, and oh, that's good. About getting folks set up. And so, uh-huh. you know, that's another great place to put on your list to stop by if you're looking to improve your garden or your lawn. Um, those guys can definitely help you out there they have different lawn care products they can show you different types of spots that may be a good choice um, for you and they sell it by the roll by the pallet, by the load just any way you want it
0: well have you uh, relaxed a little bit now that you can get back back at it that uh, with the craft fair and everything i'm i guess you're sitting in the office relaxing a little bit now aren't you
5: well, I'm down here still, you know. I had you guys call me on my cell phone today, so I could... Oh, me.
0: okay, so you're not in the office. All right, well, you're
5: st- No, so I'm still down here kind of hanging out at our event center where we have our check-in area, so I could be close by. Oh, okay, things, all right. Things hey. don't get set up, and um, with the weather this morning, everything's delayed a little bit getting right. set up. And, I know. So, and, you know, I always... You know, we want to make sure you know we're talking about our craft there, but you know we have crafts here every weekend up at our craft. You do. Place. So be sure to always stop by there. You never know what's going to be in there. We have a few regular vendors with our beautiful handmade baskets. Um, there's some hot sauces up there. There's the custom stonework. There's soaps and so much more. Um, you just never know what may be in there from weekend to weekend. So always be sure to check those guys out to see what they have. And was uh, right there beside the seafood restaurant. Um, grab a plate of seafood and check out what the craft area offers each week. And the Hunter Pork Center is just behind there and doing a great job. And Market Imports is another favorite place for the spring um, time whenever everybody's getting ready to get out in their in their landscape and do something new. They have a lot of unique items for your landscape. So
6: you know, that, uh, uh, that stonework, Monica, from Ash County, that is mm-hmm. a great gift idea because every garden – Deserves a rock with a with, with a beautiful
0: saying on it. Yeah,
6: oh
5: yeah, It's very unique. They do,
0: but they do they do
5: memorial stones also, and that's really neat. They do them for um, I've seen some really cute ones and unique ones they've done for pets, and um, they've even I've seen some benches that they've done, um, and they do a great job. So be sure to check those guys out. They have a lot of unique ones. I even saw some U N C and N C State and
2: hmm. Duke.
5: Stones over there that are really, really neat. Also, right now for the, the time of the year we're in, with the ACC tournament going right. on. So
1: what's the most unique craft that you have there at the craft fair?
5: Oh wow, that's probably a tough question. Um, one one thing I, that I just gets my attention is a lady that uses um, old dishes and. Um, she collects different dishes and things from, you know, from estate sales and things like that. Really unique pieces, and she puts those together and creates an ornamental garden stake. And they, some of them look like flowers. Um, some of them she That's makes cool. into like yeah. a little bird bath. They're really unique, um, beautiful out in the sunlight. Wow. That's probably you know one of the very unique things. Again, just taking something and putting it to another use, and um, she's been very creative with doing that. And there's just, there's so many others. It's, that's a tough question. All
0: right, well, get back at it, there, Monica.
5: All right, sure will. You guys come see us, and um, everybody have a good day. Stay warm this weekend. Protect those plants.
0: That's right. right. Yeah. What are what are you going home to protect?
5: Well, I don't. I've not really planted anything out. You know, so far or anything, so I don't have any of that to worry with. Um, But I know a lot of folks have, and so just be safe. You know, if you've got something, someone will say they'd already bought their ferns, things like that. Bring those, bring those in. Um, You know, they will not be able to take it tonight. Any of those young tender plants. If you've got, of course, plants that are out that's got that young. um, Some of them have already started leafing out. You know, if you've got some tender. Um, growth on some plants, you may want to throw some protection over those tonight. Um, everybody, just be mindful of that. Have you heard anything yeah. from
0: uh, the peach folks? Are they concerned at all?
5: I'm sure they are. I'm sure they are, and of course, the strawberry folks—they're already frost protecting as well, yeah. so they'll be hard at work tonight. So, all, all right, of our farmers in your thoughts tonight. As it's sure will. So cold. They're going to be working hard.
0: Thank you, Miss Monica. We'll talk to you later. We'll be back on the WPTF Weekend Gardener. Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. All right, we're back at nine thirty-six, and we're going to talk about uh, the extension service goings on coming up here. Uh, let's go to uh, Kristen in uh, Indian Land, South Carolina. It's uh, near Charlotte. Morning, good. Kristen. How are you today?
7: I'm good. How
8: about
0: y'all? I'm fine.
8: Are you inside or outside?
0: We're inside, believe me. Yeah, we're, we're inside. Now, I've I've uh, I remember doing a uh, a tailgate show for uh, we used to have a tailgate show here that I was either hosted or or was part of for for years, and uh, we were out in it was tropical storm Gabriel it was played. Uh, we were out at Carter Finley Stadium, and the game went on, and it was first time Lou Holtz had been back to. He was coaching South Carolina then. It was the first time he'd been back to Carter Finley Stadium and he, he looked it was before all the changes. He's looked looked around and cussed a little bit and said, Well, it still looks looks the same basically. And uh it was it was a rough night. We had a lot of fun though.
8: Uh, well you yeah. all you all can uh, make fun out of whatever you're up to, I've noticed.
0: Yeah, well, you know, we have to. We have to. We <laughs> have to keep uh keep our insan insanity somehow. So I got what a couple-
8: <laughs> i got a couple of questions for okay. today.
9: Yeah.
8: I've, I've got a Bermuda lawn, which, of course, is completely dormant now. And it's just got sprigs of, of green grass. I don't know what kind it is. You know, it's coming up everywhere. And somebody that lives here told me that you could just spray that grass with some Roundup and to kill all that green. And it wouldn't hurt the Bermuda. Is that
0: true? Well, th- it depends on how dormant. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, you've mm-hmm. got to be Bermuda really is. careful because um, Bermuda grass. Um, well, first of all, Roundup takes a while. Uh, the temperature has to be warm enough for it to activate. Yes. Um, and so, usually, uh, Bermuda, even though they say it's completely dormant, um, we really don't get cold enough temperatures to really, really make it dormant. So, especially you actually, down there. Yeah, and- yeah, so you can could, could really damage your grass um, I would al, uh, I would alter make a, an alternate recommendation though is okay, that um, wh- I would put on some rubber gloves and uh-huh. I would take a sponge and I would you know you could you could kind of do that do a spot treatment where you're just wiping the uh, the leaves themselves with a, with an herbicide as opposed to spraying it don't they have the top? sticks with they the do.
0: sponge on the end that you can do it it's so it's easier? That's yeah. Right. Yeah. It's called a wipe. It's
3: called a wick, wick wipe. Um, but um, those, you, you kind of got to be careful, too, because they do have a, have a tendency to drip on the edges. Uh-huh. Um, so, so you could actually over-apply if you're not careful. But no. um, uh, like I said, a sponge with, uh, you know, uh, wearing rubber gloves, and you can just, you know, very, very carefully spot treat those areas um, and you don't necessarily need to use a Roundup. You can use uh, other types of of herbicides that will uh, are systemic that will do uh, as do as good of a job. Um, and it does, and it works in colder temperatures. So,
8: well, it's pretty cold today.
9: Yeah,
8: <laughs> <laughs> but but it's then being quite warm. But right. our our grass doesn't usually start turning green until the end of April.
9: Right, right, right.
8: or or even into May. So uh, uh, I don't know. It's it's just a, it's just sprigs here, there, and everywhere.
0: Right. It certainly sure. certainly you notice it more, and it's and you know, as long you know make that Bermuda grass as happy as as possible, and it well, uh, you will know, it, you know it'll really crowd out stuff too.
8: It makes me very unhappy. But everybody that lives in these senior communities has to take what they need. right. So all right, let me ask you one more question. I've got a, a, a large butterfly bush. It. Probably uh, ten feet, almost round, and so uh, I, I need to trim it. You know, just cut it back. And uh, I wasn't sure when the right time to do that was. It, it's crowding our fence, and and it's just it's just too big. And so I need to cut about a, a foot off of, of it all around. But when's the right time to to do a butterfly bush?
3: Um, well, actually, um, you want to wait till till it actually starts uh, sprigging out. Uh, the uh-huh. the spring is the time that you want to uh, want to wait for those to, 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 to trim that up. I went ahead and pruned my butterfly bush last fall. However, um, it what happens is when you prune it in the fall, it stimulates growth. Yeah, um, and you don't want to do that. <laughs> So, so why in the world did you do it,
0: Mark? Well, because it, it
3: was just so big. I just had, to, <laughs> I, 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 like uh, our caller, uh, Christina, there, um, it was just in the way. And so I cut it back pretty hard on one side so that I could get my mower around, in and around it. But uh, I left the the majority of the shape and so forth. And I'll go back uh, whenever it starts, uh, you know, probably about uh, mid-March uh, to, to late March and, and go in and. And do some some heading, cutting, uh, pruning.
6: Okay. And you can cut. Um, I, I I like those bushes. You you can go
3: down pretty deep. Yes, you can. You can take yeah. them way back.
8: Yeah. Yeah. I, I I looked online, and I mean they they cut it down to ten inches from the ground. I'm not looking for that. Sure. You know, I just I just want to uh, you know just take my hedge trimmer and walk around it and
0: yeah, make it a little prettier.
8: Yeah. Well, it's just too big. Mm-hmm. And I'm a photographer, oh. so I, I like to take pictures of butterflies, but I can't take them when they're 12 feet in the air. No,
0: <laughs> I know. You Need got a those, zoom lens.
6: You have one of those electric hedge trimmers?
8: Yeah, well, it's battery. Uh-huh.
0: Yep. So. Yeah, they're convenient.
8: Oh. Okay. Kristen,
0: so uh, give our best there to, to everybody in Indian land.
8: Well, I sure will, and you give my best to Phil.
0: Yeah, it. I saw her yesterday, as a matter of fact. Uh, She's going to be on... Next week and the well, next week uh, listen, on the show.
8: I listen every week.
0: Bless but, your heart. Well, I but, won't be on next week or the next week. I'm going to Israel with, uh, with ooh, my church I, and my wife, and and uh, so we'll we'll be back uh, and on the show in three weeks.
8: My husband and I went uh, there in uh, 1977, <laughs> but I expect it still. You know, we did the whole Bethel, the whole uh, you know, right? Church. It was a church.
0: For me, sure. So, but, yeah. Uh,
8: but uh, it was it was really nice. Well, y'all have a big time.
0: I yeah, think. we hope to. Thank hey, you very thanks. much. You have a nice nice uh, day. Call call back next week or the week after that and talk to Phil. Well,
8: I hate to just chit chat. Well, that's all right.
0: That's all we do anyway. <laughs> what do you think this show's about?
8: Well, I, I, you know, if I had to put my finger on it, it'd be hard to pick one subject.
0: That's right. We're your doggone right. We just talk about every everything that's happy. Hopefully,
8: well, y'all take care of each other.
0: We will. Thank bye. you, Kristen. Bye bye. Bye bye. Don is in Raleigh. Don, good morning. You're on WPTF.
6: Good morning to you all.
0: Thank yes, sir. How can we help you?
6: Uh, two questions. One, I have a mature fescue lawn. And I'm trying to confirm
5: whether or not it's okay to fertilize now, and if and if so, is the recommended fertilizer 182412 or some other number?
0: Well, I know the, the Extension Service, unless they've changed, that 1648 was the standard recommendation that they they used to to have. I haven't checked lately have to, you to, to done see if a that
1: soil test. Yes, that's what you really need to do a soil test first. That's going to guide you, it's going to let you know what you have already there. And then, if you when you fill out that form, you can put what you have. So, you would put your fescue on the back of the form, it'll have a number, and then it'll come back with a recommendation of what you need based on your soil test.
3: Outstanding. And as you know, that uh, because of what's going on with the high energy cost. Um, you're, the soil sample is, is probably the, the will save you a lot of money and also save the environment because uh, over fertilizing uh, causes uh, you know pollution right so and you don't want to you don't want to stimulate the the weed growth even
1: and if you can get a mulching blade on your mower so that you're putting the nutrients that are from that right back into the lawn and
4: recycling the nutrients uh,
0: Gerald what kind of seed should he use? You think
4: um, if he's got, um, got fescues, um, any of those tall fescues, turf type tall fescues are really good. Um, we have top choice and, uh, probably my personal favorite, uh, if I can say this is, uh, is Carolina. Um, it's our house brand, but I, I think it is a very good value for yeah. compared. And it's local. Uh, it Absolutely. And, uh, and the top choice stuff is, is really good. Um, mm-hmm. it is, but, um, but grass seed is so pricey right now that uh, for for my money, I would I would probably lean toward the Carolina.
0: Okay, Carolina blend. Yes, sir.
4: It's a All it's right. a it's a three way blend and uh, and geared for this area, um, North and South Carolina and Virginia. So um, very very good product. So yeah. we sell. I started to say a ton of it. We sell tons of it. <laughs> you 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 definitely
0: do, Don. Does that help? Uh, it does. And I, my second question is. I've got some English
5: ivy that's climbing some trees, and get yourself some in goats. In <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, What damage, if any, will it
6: do to those trees? Uh, kill them. Kill them. Kill them. It'll it can weight
0: <laughs> them down, and they they can suck the life out oh, yeah. of it uh, eventually. And uh, you, you gotta you gotta cut cut it at the bottom of the yeah.
3: Take a Take cut an inch or two out of the uh, right where it's climbing on the. The tree itself, yeah. Just just cut about an inch of it, and then uh, paint that stump with something like glyphosate, and it'll kill the roots. It's yeah. a, and then, well, what was the chemical again? Glyphosate. Glyphosate. Yes, Roundup. Uh, yeah. Okay. So it it it's yeah. Active well, Irv, Irv
0: Evans, when we started this show, thirty seven years ago, it, it, he would say you would spray the newer parts of the newer foliage on the ivy in uh, around tax time I, I'm, I'm sure that's probably changed you can do it earlier now but uh, there's a when the new growth starts coming out on the ivy is when you it's when it's most vulnerable okay and yeah. you have to use a surfactant usually with those yeah, things a, that's a sticker yeah so it
3: makes it stick but um in actuality the you know if you if you cut an inch or two out of it um, you you don't have to really worry about the top because it, it'll die by itself mm, yeah. without having to spray anything. So just uh, cut a, an inch, you know, take a plug out of the, the, the main stem going up the tree um, okay. all the way around. And yeah. just, just don't mess up the tree. Don't take the bark off the tree, but just, just to cut the little stems that are climbing from the English ivy and then paint those.
6: Well, when I moved into my place 35 years ago, my neighbor had a field full of beautiful lolly pines and some mm-hmm. oaks. There is nothing there now, except ivy. <laughs> well, yeah. My
1: goats love it, so that's what's keeping you got goats. My... You, I mean, you really got I goats. I do. So. I have two little dwarf Nigerian goats, and they're just weather, so they're just you know males that can't do any their business anymore, and so I. Are they like, like
0: Jimmy on the Andy Griffith <laughs> Show? Do, do they eat dynamite?
1: <laughs> No, actually, you know what? It, uh, <laughs> oh,
6: go ahead. Tell against us. Us.
1: popular belief, goats have to be about some of the fussiest animals. Are you when kidding? It comes to eating. Yes. They, so apparently the thing with they'll eat a tin can is they are very curious, so they will nibble on things. They'll come up and try to nibble my pant leg. or uh-huh. But it's mostly like, is it edible? Yeah. And is then it they soon they realize prefer? it's not, right? Because uh-huh. with my hay they will if i switch hay or maybe it's a different batch they will protest yeah and you they can have hay in their trough and they stand out and just nah all day long they they freak they
0: really freak me out they got rectangular (laughs) pupils and that just just does something i don't it's kind of hypnotizing it really freaks me out so <laughs> don uh stay away from goats <laughs> yeah. unless you need them for your ivy
5: unfortunately i that it's not practical for
0: for
3: where, where i'm
0: current We're yeah i don't think we can have goats we can have chickens <laughs> in in raleigh but a lot of people have chickens but not not goats but you
1: can rent goats there's actually... A, no a, kidding. Yes, there's a, we did that to get yeah. rid of wisteria in our backyard because we had so much when we bought our house, and it was overrun with the wisteria. We tried, you know, the traditional getting out, the pruners. It was taking us forever.
0: I recognize a gentleman from Watauga County on wisteria. Oh, I, I, yeah. I,
6: I think it's public enemy number one,
0: <laughs> one, and one.
6: <laughs> oh, yeah. Anything worse than ivy. It's, it's hysteria. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. And All right. So you're, you're a little bit ahead of the game, Don. At least you've got English ivy. You've got a better shot. Yeah. 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 All right. Appreciate
0: the consultation. Th- thank you very much, Don. <laughs> okay. that'll, that'll be $300. <laughs> put, put it on my tab. <laughs> uh,
4: we, we shall.
0: We'll collect right at the end. All right, All right buddy. All right. Uh, you know, your lawn is uh, probably looking a little ragged uh, from critter damage from the winter. Uh, moles, yeah, I heard my son talking about moles the other day, uh, tunnels in your lawn. Have uh, plants devoured, uh, been devoured by voles? You've probably had that. I've lost some, some plants that way. Are you ready to give up on gardening because you're just fed up with the damage caused by moles and voles? Well, don't be discouraged. End the damage with I must Garden Mole and Vole Repellent, available in liquid and granular form. I must Garden Mole and Vole Repellent has a super strong formulation that's effective and easy to use. I must Garden Mole and Vole Repellent works without the use of a harmful toxin or any chemicals. Did you know that that many products that kill moles and voles can have an undesirable effect of killing other animals, too, but not Imus Garden Mole and Vole Repellent. It contains only natural ingredients, botanical oils, giving you peace of mind that you won't be unintentionally poisoning any animals, pets, or birds. Imus Garden Repellents are sold all over the Triangle area. Look for the Imus Garden Mole and Vole Repellent in the big orange bag at your favorite garden center or hardware store, such as Hudson's Hardware in Garner and Clayton and Southern States in Carborough. And while you're there, be sure to check out the other IMUS Garden natural repellents for deer, rabbits, squirrels, snakes, dogs, cats, and more. Protect your garden today with safe and humane repellents from IMUS Garden. All right, more of the weekend gardener coming up. We'll talk to somebody else from Princeton. You're the weekend gardener. It's 9:52. For 40 years, it was the Tar Heel Gardener, and since then, the Weekend Gardener has invited you into their backyard—a WPTF tradition since 1945. Well, I would say that cold front is past because uh, it's uh, 46 now, and the trial. Did everybody bring a coat in? <laughs> uh, 919-860-9783. eight six zero nine seven eight three. Let's talk to Sue in Princeton. Hey, Sue, how are you doing? Do you know Rose Rhodes?
8: Rose Rhodes?
0: Yeah, she's from Princeton. She's an author, and she was just on earlier this morning.
7: Oh, oh, absolutely. Actually, I don't, but my husband does. He was telling me all about her.
0: Yeah, she's a great lady. How can we help you?
7: I have a question about seeds. Uh, I would like to buy a you know like a large quantity and a variety of all the seeds that are uh, good for this area, like you talk about from Wyatt Seed Company. And, well, who- um, but I'm having trouble finding them. I go to the yeah. local places, and they... They might carry some, but they don't carry as much as I'd like to get, and then once I get them, what's the best way to store them?
0: Gerald, what so. would mr Quarles, i mean Mr. <laughs> Wyatt say
4: He would say first of all, thank you for your business <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah I, and I don't know where you where you're She's going in johnston county yeah I, and but i don't I don't know where you where you've been shopping um. The first place that comes to mind, and if there's someone else listening that's closer, I, I apologize, but um, Hudson's and Clayton has a real good um, selection, and they're also, um, they typically get a um, couple of orders a week from us. So if they don't have it in stock, they could um, they can get it very shortly. So assuming it's, it's available, um, and when you say large quantities, give me an idea of, of what you're talking about.
7: Oh, I don't know. I I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not ordering like a a huge farm. I just want to have, you know, some. I have a pretty large garden, and I just want to be able to mix it up, you know, year after year, and also have some on hand, right, so that I'm not running around every time, you know, trying to figure out.
4: What do you want? A bucket full.
9: Yeah, like a bucket full of everything. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, yeah,
4: exactly. That, that's fine. Yeah, ab- absolutely. Those um <coughs> those guys that, um, and again, I don't mean to exclude anybody else. I'm just thinking Princeton up 70 to Clayton would be easy. I
7: don't I easy. want to tell you where I've been because then, that, you know, that
4: might. Be well, that's fine. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah I was just trying to, to help out whoever yeah. you might be um, purchasing. But there's a, there's a place in Goldsboro, and there's a
7: place, everybody directs us to a place, this place in Goldsboro. Right. And a place in um, Princeton, but uh, they never—they ha- have a few. They just
0: don't have a whole list. You well, know? apparently the Hudson brothers have got, got yeah, they, a lot.
4: They do, and and, okay. and and obviously any of our our dealers um, have access to to our inventory. So I'm not I'm not promoting one place over another. Uh, okay. I'm just telling you they probably have it have it on hand. But if they Goodness don't, perfect. they can they can certainly get it. And like I said, they get a couple of trucks a week. Um,
7: oh, that's for, that's where that's where I'll go. Then. And then yeah, once you get seeds like that,
4: because I, you know I wanna, I'm sure I won't
7: use all of them. How we got about I a minute. What's the best way to store them?
4: Yeah. Um. I obviously I would prefer that you get them. Um. Every year to be uh, to be certain that they're um, that they're updated. But if you choose to to not do that, um, I would recommend if you have um, access to a freezer, putting them in a freezer. Um, that seems to help, but um, through my years of experience, it just seems rule of thumb, the smaller the seed, the, um, the longer you can get by with a shelf life, and the larger the seed, um, the shorter its, um, its lifespan is going to be, typically. There are exceptions, but um, but just keep that in mind, especially if you're doing um, hybrid stuff like your corns and stuff. You can tie up a lot of money um, if you don't need, but um, just a smaller quantity, so just, just be cautious of that
7: okay all right well thank you very much i appreciate that and 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 when you say a lifespan is it the is lifespan one year or do you think yes it's ma'am Ty-
4: typically um one year from the test date to on the seat
0: all right we got to go thanks okay. sue we'll be back